Robin? No, it's not Robin. Marion? <laughs> not exactly. Hello, sis. No. No, it can't be. Oh, but it is. So But how? I saw you die. You thought you saw me die. Where's Robin? This is his phone. What have you done with him? I haven't done anything except love and honor him in sickness and health. To have and to hold and all that other wifeling nonsense. I don't understand. Well, you don't have to. All you need to know is that while your precious Robin thinks it's his wide-eyed wife cooking dinner for him every night, it's actually me. <laughs> oh, I've got to run, sis. He'll be home soon, and I've got a meatloaf in the oven. No. No. Oh. Well, you sound like you need a moment. Take it. I'm sure we'll see each other again very soon. Ta-ta. One you will do everything I ask. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Once Upon a Time. I'm your hostess, Deborah, and joining me today are Shelly and David. Howdy doody. Hey, guys. And uh, we're, we're going to apologize for the fact that we are again behind. Um, and part of that is. Um, my fault because the first week I lost my voice like um, three weeks ago I lost it for like four days and I couldn't record anything and then I got an airplane and went to Florida and I didn't want to record anything at that point so I just got back um, into Nebraska and I'm ready to talk about Heart of Gold and um, I know that David and Shelly also had stuff going on so uh, we found some time finally to get caught up here uh so we do have feedback. We're, we're kind of surprised people haven't yet started yelling at us because we're so far behind. But we did get a couple of things that uh, I think Shelly's going to read to you. So if you want to sh- send us feedback, we welcome it at, um, I believe, um, we're once upon a time at sqpn.com if you want to send us feedback. So Shelly, what kind of feedback are we getting? Well, this one came up on our Facebook page, The Secrets of Once Upon a Time. And it was after we'd recorded Best Laid Plans. And it's from Jan Pitts. She just listened to the latest podcast. She's caught up on shows, so she has seen last night's Heart of Gold. She writes, for best, of, for best Laid Plans, I was underwhelmed in the author's identity, intrigued at the idea of Henry becoming the next author. I had a thought today, perhaps much later in the series, what if Emma and Regina have to choose between two happy endings? What if Daniel were to come back and Regina had to choose between him and Robin? What if Neil were to return for Emma and compete with Killian? Snow and Charming annoy me right now, you and me both. Not happy to be back in Oz with Selena, especially didn't see the twist coming that was revealed last night. Yeah. I Can I just say that I've, I'm always hopeful that Neil will come back to you? I'm like, come on. I know he's dead. I know there's a grave. But surely there's a way to rectify that. Um, it, it's funny. I You know, I guess recently they killed off dr mcdreamy on gray's anatomy and then the huffington post came out with like you know all these ways to resurrect characters from the dead and i'm like yeah i've seen most of those so maybe once upon a time we'll you know figure out a way to resurrect neil 
I don't know who Dr. McDreamy is, but is is it Patrick Dempsey? Patrick Dempsey, yep, yeah. Oh, what a great what a great tie-in there, uh, Deborah, because there's a scene tonight that reminds me of a movie that Patrick Dempsey is in. Oh, really? Okay. Um, do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to wait? Oh. I don't even know where to dive in with this episode. There were so mm-hmm. many, many things. But the one I'm talking about is uh, when... Uh, when Robin Hood and Marion first arrive in New York and the purse snatcher grabs her purse and he jumps on the horse and races after in, in Central Park, that's right out of Enchanted. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. yeah I will. And Patrick Dempsey played. Um, the lawyer guy. Yeah. Right, right. So I just thought that was cute. Yeah, the lawyer guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on it. And that's funny because it's a Disney movie. And I'm like, what was his name? I don't know. He's always Dr. McDreamy to me. Um, yeah, he's, he's always that guy. That guy. <laughs> And there was also in that in that particular scene too another reference upon a reference, and it's like there's a Disney reference in there, but it's also referencing a very famous movie line, which is "Hey, I'm walking here," which is you know um, one of the more famous movie lines from um, Midnight Cowboy, which you are not supposed to watch. I won't go into why you're not supposed to watch that movie, but uh, that line is infamous. And then they redid that line um, in the Disney movie Hercules, and and Phil goes to the big olive, and he's, you know, hey, I'm walking here. Anyway, that's my little Disney reference there too. Well, so while we're on Disney references, that very very opening scene in the in this episode, it's Emma, and there's a tree. It kind of looks like it has lights on it. And I said it reminded me of Tangled, you know, with all the lanterns. And my oh. my daughter said, no, Mom, it looks like the Princess and the Frog, you know, Mama Odie's house. Oh. I didn't remember at all. So, And then she kept telling me, don't you know, Emma is Rapunzel and Hook is Flynn Rider because Emma was taken from her parents at birth, a king and a queen, and he's a thief. And I'm like, oh. okay, you watch way too much television. <laughs> That's actually quite perceptive. I would, I didn't draw that conclusion yet but um if you want to go for really obscure disney um things uh there there is a tree in um magic kingdom in liberty square that has um lanterns on it as well and it's it's to represent the colonies of the united states back in you know it's a revolution oh, tree cool too yeah so it could be any number of trees who knows? Okay. Got another movie of them for you. And mm-hmm. You probably caught this one. Um, so when they first show up in the New York, they're walking down the street. The Chrysler building is behind them with the gargoyles. And those oh. were featured in the live action movie Sorcerer's Apprentice with Nicolas Cage. Oh. Wow. It's like a... Well, New York has been filmed so many times, but it's like a Disney reference bonanza in this particular episode because there was a big Disney reference that I, I was very excited about. And we got feedback about that as well, which is um, when, um, and let's just dive right into the middle of the movie, or in the middle of the um, episode, because it's where um, uh, Robin Hood is breaking into that shop. um, The Wizard of Oak? The Wizard of Oak. And he opens up a drawer, and you see the silver hidden Mickey, right? And somebody, you know, um, if you weren't paying attention, that, that was a... And I was like, hey, it's a car decal. They sell that at Walt Disney World. <laughs> you can put it on your car. And, and I, I told you uh, offline before we got started recording, but I thought it was a pair of handcuffs the first time that it flashed on the screen. Yeah. I had to go back and pause it to look at everything in that in that shop. But it was a silver Mickey. I didn't know it was a car decal, though. I think that's so cool. Well, and the funny thing is, is like, I, you know, I went to Disney like a week ago. 
um, to Disney World. And um, I was like, I was bound determined to find it. And I did. And I found it. And I did take a picture of it, but I deleted it apparently off my phone because it wasn't a very good picture. But yeah, they're still for sale at Walt Disney World if you wanted. It's a, just a silver car decal. There was another hidden Mickey in that same scene. I don't know. Or same general scene. I don't know if you caught it. When he opens the other drawer and finds that heart-shaped glass potion bottle, uh-huh. the round boxes inside the hidden drawer are arranged like, like a hidden Mickey. Mickey. Oh, of course Big they box, are. Big little boxes, and it's the head and the ears. Of course they are. Um, but I was I was um, chatting with Shelley prior to us recording this because um, I was mesmerized by the, um, the heart-shaped uh, bottle because I had a flashback to my childhood where I really wanted a Barbie perfume maker. And I'm like, it's a Barbie perfume maker bottle. <laughs> but, yeah. And, and so they probably use the same. <laughs> I know. Like, I really wanted that toy. Um, so that that's kind of what I was thinking at that moment. <laughs> Had nothing well, to do with the episode. So we're talking about obscure references here before we dive into the meat here. And I happen to notice when he runs out the window and he crashes through the window, and I'm like, why would you crash it? But... I had an opportunity to look up who the writers were of this episode. And one of the writers' name is Z Chun. And he wrote and directed a short film called Window Breaker that played at the 2007 Sundance Film Festival. And the other writer, whose name I didn't put in my notes, but he wrote three episodes of, three episodes of Tron Uprising. So I thought that was kind of a nice, you know, we've, we've seen references to Tron before. Uh, and then I'm sure there's no connection. I'm sure he didn't write the guy breaking through the window because he wrote Window Breaker. But I thought it was a neat connection. That is a very obscure connection. I w- I'd say I, I wouldn't put it past them, though. I just, oh. <laughs> ever, ever since, the, ever since Dr. W- you know, Dr. Whale way back when turned out to be Frankenstein, I'm like, I don't put it past them and them to do anything. So. Yeah. Um, so another uh, another very obvious movie reference, if you didn't see this, is that um, the portal in the Wizard of Oz um, drops directly on the guard, and you, all you see is his feet sticking out. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Oh. That was that was perfect, and just like okay, they had to crush someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't die. They just what sh- stripped his uh, uniform off and dragged mm-hmm. it. You know, Will, I-, I-, I took him somewhere far away. <laughs> yeah. This was a good. Ask us how we rated this. What, what did you oh, think yeah. about this, Deborah? What you what would you rank this episode? Oh gosh, I really did like this um, a little bit better. I thought it was a little more. Um, you you mentioned it. You thought it was a thriller of an episode. And it, it, to me, it was. I guess I would put it as a seven and a half, almost an eight. I would imagine. David, what did you think? I'm gonna give it an eight. Just I mean, just on the on the. On, on the ending alone. Yeah. <laughs> on, the okay, reveal, so I, on the reveal alone. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I was around a five. La, oh. la, la. This is fun. Whoop-de-doo. They're in New York. La, la, la. We're going to go steal the potion. Blah, blah, blah. And then it happened. Mm. And my my eyes shot right up to like, oh, gosh, just, just the actor and the actress. Everything about their interaction. The second half of this, ever since Alina showed up, Boom. I was like nine. <laughs> so the first half was like a five. The second, every, everything in that, in that hospital room between her and Rumpel. Oh my God. I could barely breathe. I was holding my breath. Uh, I, I actually watched it twice and just, I stopped taking notes. I even wrote, Oh my God, it's Selena. I stopped and I can't, I can't take notes. I can't type at all. It's that was the last funny thing. because, um, 
you know, as soon as, and I, I had one of those moments where as soon as I knew Marion was dead, I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> I knew she was dead. And it was well, in, in that flashback scene. It just didn't, uh, I don't know about you guys, but it kind of, it gave me a little bit of a chill that, I mean, she just, I mean, she didn't just kill her. She just like melted her away with a wave of her hand. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it was almost Voldemort-like, you know, no, yeah. no remorse, no, I mean, that's the really, no remorse, no any, no feeling or emotion of any kind, just zap. And it's like she's, like she was sweeping, like she was sweeping away some too. leaves or something, just, okay, you're gone. Yeah. Jeez. That was, that and, was uh, easy. Jeez. Yeah. Right, and, and now we're, we're not in order, so I can't find my notes, but um, I think I wrote somewhere like that, like, oh, so Marion's gone. And does that mean that, um, um, sorry, it's well, late Robin tonight. Hood. Um, Robin Hood? No. Regina. Sorry, oh. I can't think of Regina's name. Does that mean Regina can have her happy ending? Of course it does, because I knew to, you had to get Marion out of the way somehow so that she could, because it's, uh, it's foretold, remember? It's a prophecy. So yes, but but there we were so worried about you know you know where they were going with him wanting to leave Marion and Marion kept saying you know go right when you're like no she wouldn't that, that you know and 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 think poor Regina how many times did she hold that woman's heart in her hands I know <laughs> shoved it back in there and oh. and then were you just so disgusted at the end of the episode where she's like you know playing. You know, Marion and and playing Robin Hood, really, just playing him like, oh, you know, let's try to make this work between us. And, you know, and uh, weren't you just kind of disgusted by that? You were just like, yes. oh, And when man. he kissed her and she's the Lena in the mirror, I wanted mm -hmm. to know, can Roland see her? Oh, that's a, in the yeah. mirror. If she's being reflected as her true self or is that just for us? I wasn't I was sure. thinking that was just for us because that would have been too easy. Yeah, oh. but the oh. reflection of your true self—I thought that was after all the season we had with the mirror and the shattered sight. Hmm. But, but I tell you, I just cannot get over how delicious this actress is with with uh, Robert Carlyle. Oh, I know. Oh my! It wasn't. It, yeah, it was tantalizing. It wasn't. It. It was just. Oh. And Regina, I, I'm sorry. I, I love Snow. I love Emma, but. Those three actors, actresses, just take the cake. They, there should be an award just for brilliance on their faces. Um, and we'll just go right to the end here, okay? So, so when she is taught, when when Gold is giving her the phone and she finds out the truth and she looks at him and she says, "You knew." He doesn't even look like he's relishing in the moment. He looks so sadly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I had to. I, I mean, I can't. I can't help it. Almost. He's the guy. He's used. To, he's the guy who's always used to holding, holding the, uh, holding the ace in the hole, the cards, and he's he's not really in control so much anymore. So, no. Yeah. No. He, he's he's not enjoying this like he usually does. Well, you know, the whole idea that he had a heart attack at all. Mm. It was just like, oh my gosh, he's totally out of control. So much so that you know his heart is failing him. But, yeah. um, well, when he takes that phone from her, when she says, I'm not going to let you do this to Emma, and he says, so you've made your choice, you're choosing the savior over your beloved, is that your final answer? The look on Regina's face, this actress is brilliant. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's such a subtle, but she, her eyelids flutter, and she gets that evil queen look. Just Oh, yeah, that, that, mm. that just, that, it's like a switch flips. Yes, yes. She's just, just good. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> 
Isn't it funny that all of a sudden we hate all the good characters? Or no, I shouldn't say hate. That's no, I hate them, but, but without, but without that, but without the others, it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I know I, I love I love it's like, I love the heroes and everything, but you know, I'm like what what's the what's the hero without someone to go up against? It's just otherwise it's. I will save this kitten from the tree again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you have to have the conflict. And, and yeah. so while I'm disappointed, we all want that happy resolution, but you got to go through, I mean, what is it? What is that quote? Um, you know, w- without, you know, without enduring everything. Oh, I can't think of it. Sorry. I shouldn't have started it. <laughs> now you'll have to look it up. But that's all right. I have one more Disney reference before we move on with our... Only one? Uh, well, I actually <laughs> thought I had two in my head just a second ago, and I lost one. Um, but there was an... Um, when they're in front of the hospital, when um, Robin Hood and Gold are in front of the hospital, there is um, an Aladdin on Broadway billboard behind them. Oh, yeah, the genie poster. Yep. And uh, what was the name of the hospital? Oh, oh, our, I have it written down. Hold on. Our Lady of um, Providence. Providence. Yep. Right. Which kind of fits in with the Mother Superior. Remember all the, all the blue and all the, all the Holy Mother uh, pictures that were on the walls around mm-hmm. when August was convalescing and Mother Superior was trying to save him, blue fairy. So I thought the tie-in that he was at the hospital, Our Lady of Providence. And maybe it's a real hospital. I didn't look it up. Uh, well, yeah, and I don't know enough about New York to to look that up either. I, it, it might be. It might not be. Um, I'm just trying to... F- oh, yes, I know. There was one more Disney reference, and this is really stretching it. But so in his... <laughs> did you, any of you feel like um, Robin Hood's little tavern? Like, I felt it was almost like out of Beauty and the Beast. Or yes! I was... It almost looks like... Um, the tavern in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it looked like yes. Gaston would have walked in there and ordered, exactly. you know, for, and ordered something. Perfect. Yeah. In fact, I was kind of waiting. In fact, I there's um, a place up. They just opened it in the New Fantasyland in Walt Disney World. Um, it's called the Foo's um, or Gaston Tavern. But it's I looked at the pictures on the wall to see if that wasn't a match somewhere, and there isn't. But I, you know, I went that far and said, "Oh, hey, maybe they're trying to rip off this tavern." Maybe not. Well, it was interesting to kind of see they they gave their own personal motivation behind Robin becoming Robin Hood, Robin of Locksley and Robin Hood, and then the how he did all of these things as Robin Hood without getting caught um, by having that six leaf clover from Oz that he was able to hide his true appearance and take on a different uh, a different appearance so that the sheriff of Nottingham couldn't catch him. So that that part was mildly interesting, but. Just don't like the whole Robin and Marion, but in hindsight, you could totally see the the Marion. <clears throat> this actress gets kudos too because when she's playing Marion in the flashbacks, she definitely is interacting differently with Robin than when she's playing Zelina as Marion. Now that yeah. we know it's Zelina, oh, hindsight just, still can't get over. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, shall we? Talk about some of the themes that we noticed in here. And there, I wrote down a couple things. Um, for example, you know, um, he when we were talking, he was talking about the purse snatcher. You know, and he, and he says to him, "A thief that steals from those in need have no honor." 
And I was and I was thinking about that and and they almost I hate to say this, they almost justify stealing in this episode. Yeah. Uh, and I was kinda I wasn't I wasn't good with that. I wasn't good with moral relativism. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed, I'm going to say. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I I think they were trying to tie it in with how he met the knave, Will. Yeah. Uh, who we know is going to become one of his merry men eventually. And now we see the why, why there was an early friendship, kinship, loyalty. They recognize one another as thieves. There's their little code of honor. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean, there's the code. Yes. And pirates are essentially nothing more than thieves. We've, I guess we're, we're, our culture now is choosing to somehow mystif- romanticize or, not, or mystify you know, this, this glorious thief i mean hook I, mean, I, I i don't know but i thought they were kind of trying to tie it in here he is trying to go the straight and narrow he's not a thief he's a barkeep but you know he he's denying his true self and at the end of this episode he says you know what i really am i'm a thief but i'm a thief with honor and you're kind of like okay and we know the story of robin hood who robbed from the rich. robbed from the rich and specifically robbed from Prince John, the not rightful king of England, according to those at that time, and, and gave back to, because he was raising the taxes and raising the taxes, and they were waiting for King Richard the Lionheart to return. And that's pretty much all I remember. But at the end, he said, now I know how to be a thief with honor. So he's, I got the impression they're kind of doing that whole be true to yourself. Yeah. Moral I, well, theme. Yeah, I still, it still doesn't set you know, set right with me. But that, you know, that's, I guess, the way things are. (laughs) But he even gives, he gives Will the potion. To Will, and Will's like, you know, you're an honorable man. You know, and then he's like, okay, we've we've talked about the code and, and how it was a noble sacrifice and all that. So he slips the potion into Will's vest or pocket or wherever. Did you... You know, the, speaking of the potion, uh, this is and this was brought up, which is what is the greater good with, with um, in regards to Rumple? Did you catch that? Yeah, she did say uh, maybe you should have considered the greater good and let him die. Ooh. And that's what he said. That's not the Marion I know. And she says everything's changed. And I kind of was like, hmm, where are they going with this? <laughs> yeah, but I was, like, you know, what. What is the greater good? Is it? Is it? You know, would it be the greater good to let Rumpel die? Because she, I'm like, wow, she has a valid point. Yeah. <laughs> but if you hold a man's life in your hands, yeah. when he, we're trying to set up Robin as a, a moral, a, a moral thief, a moral good guy, you know, a hero. Robin Hood's always been portrayed as a hero. Um, if he if he could, I mean, this whole thing, you know, a man of honor, a man with a code. But if he did, he held a man's life in his hands. Would he take that life? Have we ever seen Robin take a life not in self-defense? No. I guess. <laughs> but uh, it's, yeah. I, I still, I don't know. I, I guess I have... I'm still feeling kind of squidgy about his moral codes. I'm like, eh, okay. I, you know, I'm not, well, I shouldn't judge. Okay. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, oh, David? Well, just like, well, we were all kind of, um, like you said, squidgy about the fact that he, you know, would, you know, sleep with Regina, sleep with Regina 
after he, you know, what he thought was Mary on his back. So we're like, uh. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> honor means many different things. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I found the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's more of a guideline, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He said at the end, he said, when you steal for yourself, that makes you a thief. But when you steal for someone else, that makes you a hero. I want you to keep making a difference. And I was like, really? You steal for someone else, you're a hero? So if I steal my neighbor's car, but I don't keep it for myself, I give it to my sister, then... You're a hero. I'm a hero? I I don't get that. And not to get political, but it's kind of a buzz in the world these days with all the politicking going on but I don't think anybody needs to take anything from anybody else <laughs> I know and give it to somebody else <laughs> I think yeah. we should share our, our gifts and our talents because we love people and we want to be good and help them not because we're taking from there's plenty go around for everybody <laughs> I think we just need to learn to be helpful not steal from one and give to another so, yeah. yeah yeah so we can all kind of the three of us agree that robin hood's moral character is a little you know it's a little suspect mm-hmm. but then again so is everybody else's so <laughs> yeah even even the even the charmings are a little bit kind of like what <laughs> yeah and then, oh and the charmings it was almost as if they heard us talking that first or second episode when uh, when emma's like you've manipulated no matter how you were manipulated you did what you did you lied to me about it i'm only the savior because you altered my what was it entire being at the expense of another person's soul and they're like but we didn't fully understand what we were doing we acted out of fear we're human and you're like Okay. <laughs> See, yeah. a five. That, that that part's a five. That's Yeah. Yeah. The charmings are the charmings overall are a five. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> yeah. But they weren't real prevalent in this episode, which was no. nice. I think and that was okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, did you catch some of the funniest lines in this episode? Uh, when when Gold confronts the author? And he gets him to come with them, and the author's like, you're quite possibly the biggest pain in the, that I've yeah. ever had the displeasure of writing about. I wrote that down, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like he, starts, he starts immediately starting to, starting to make, make a pen, pencil, and like, that's eh, not going to work. Yeah. Oh, no, it was, he was making a poison quill. He was going to make a magic quill. Right. Like, yep, land without magic. Try again. <laughs> but gold, of course, has what he wants, and he's like, "Well, what's the price?" And the price is you're going to write a whole bunch of new happy endings. And I'm like, "Oh!" And he actually looked disappointed. But I was thinking, can we just force him to manipulate these happy endings? And I just, I'm still unclear how that's going to happen. Oh, and that's where my daughter piped up again. She paused it. She goes, "Mom," she goes, "You know, August and Henry weren't in the original story." So the author can't control their story. He can't manipulate them. Henry wasn't even supposed to be in the story. And I was like, well, okay, so August added himself to the book. So doesn't that make him an author? True. So can Henry add himself to the book? Huh. So there's some questions there. I still, you know, think Henry's going to someday at some point, um, um, he's going to you know do some magical something or other, and, and you're going to find out he's just like his mom and just like his grandfather and like everybody else. Yeah. 
Well, August, I mean, August didn't add himself uh, add himself to the book per se. He was already in there as Pinocchio. Oh, that's true. So he but was. But he already... added his story to the book. His pages were tipped in. True. Okay, gotcha on that one. Uh, on that one, I just he was. I was wondering if there would be kind of a if it was. I want to borrow the word squidgy because he was already a pre-existing character. Well, if they go back into more of the author in the book, we'll have to see. Yeah, I, I guess we will see. You know, he wasn't, August wasn't in this episode, so we'll see what he, what happens to him, I, I assume, later on. But, um, yeah, I, I'm looking through my notes. I don't see anything else that um, I want to address. Do you have a favorite moment or something you want to talk about? Oh, I got a bunch. <laughs> you mean about, about... August and, or, uh, I mean, uh, the author and gold or the whole episode? The whole episode. We haven't even talked yet about Zelina, really. No. Like, the hospital scenes, so I'm, I'm going to go there in a minute. <laughs> okay, let's, let's go there, because that was, like, okay. probably well, the best scene. First, that. I wanted to, there's another couple of gold things I wanted to point out. So, okay. Marion had a great line. She said, if this is New York, I'd hate to see the old one. And they go to uh, Bay's apartment, and gold comes there. Um, and then at the end, when, when they're leaving, and because he's stolen the uh, potion for him, he, he, uh, as he's getting out of the hospital, he meets him there. Um, oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, sorry, I've got all these notes. Oh, okay, so he, he gives him Bay's things, which are all in a box. Mm-hmm. And I remembered, you know, Emma's whole life is in a box. So here's Bay's whole life is in a box, and here's Emma's whole life, which is in a box. And this is, this is Gold, who has just been manipulated by Zelina. But he says he doesn't want the box. He won't take it, because those aren't his son's things. Those are Neil Cassidy's things. You know, a boy who was in this land alone, and I don't want to be reminded of my failure. All I wanted was happiness, and when I had it, I couldn't recognize it. And I'm guessing that's Belle, when he got back with Belle. Well, and maybe it was also um, when he did finally get Neil back. Oh, that's true. Well, and, and Zelina, then we had... killed B- Neil. Yeah. They said three times, three isn't going to be easy. And I wrote, and I wrote it's, it's not easy, easy being green, which was, I think, a title of the episode last season. Yes, it was. Right, right. So, so yeah. yeah, we we like that Kermit the Frog. You know, Disney owns uh, Muppets too. <laughs> Disney owns it. Well, what? Well, it's easier to cover what they don't own. Yeah. They don't okay, own. so Robin's, Robin Robin goes to Oz, yes. and he gets in, dressed as a guard. And there's a whole bunch of things. There's the arrow, the bed, a flying rug, a rug. And I wrote, is this a flying rug? There's a phonograph. There's a wood inlaid cigar box, and inside there are six of those uh, six clover necklaces that let you change uh, yes. your appearance. So Zelina has one, Robin has one, so there's four left out there in La La Land, unknown place. There's the flying monkey poster, uh, the whole set is the same. There's an old box camera, and then there's a gold chalice, and this is where the potion is kept. Mm-hmm. Did you see what the chalice said? No, I, um, let me just make sure I don't have it in my notes, but I'm pretty sure I tried to look and I didn't, I couldn't make it out. It says Cor Ot Mors. Oh. Which is Latin. Heart or death. 
And it represents your choice between the heart, which is your moral values, duty, loyalty, or death, which is to no longer matter, to no longer be respected as a person of integrity. Right there, that's, that was the whole Robin. I think that's what they were trying to go to with with Robin, choosing the heart or death, you know, good over, over thievery or whatever. But also, uh, I said, so Robin steals this potion from a heart or death chalice, and that looks like something Cora would have kept in Wonderland. Could Zelina have gotten this from Mommy Dearest? Because Wonderland magical items can also make things grow or shrink. They work on two opposites. So heart, and, and you know, usually you would think heart of lo- heart is love, but in this case, it's they're saying moral values, duty, loyalty, or death. Core Ot Moors is a guild within the online gaming world of uh, Warcraft. Oh, hey, um, oh, speaking, there. <laughs> hey, speaking of um, Alice in Wonderland. Um, cause it's funny you mentioned that cause I, you know, it, we, we spent a little bit of time in Neil's apartment and there are a lot of, you know, Alice in Wonderland artifacts on the wall, including like the Mad Hatter shop or the Hatter shop or something like that. There was, there was a couple Alice figures in there, which I, I don't know if we'd ever talked about in past episodes, but like, oh, Hey, wonder why he has all that stuff. I wonder if we could go back to, uh, Wonderland and if. Is there going to be a season five? But if there's a season five, maybe we'll go back to Wonderland. That'd we haven't cool. spent much time in there. You know who I do miss from the first season? I do miss the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah, yeah I really wouldn't mind seeing some of those characters again. <laughs> when, 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 when Robin, Robin makes the elixir of gold, gold, and gold drinks gold, and it doesn't, and it doesn't work. work. And then Marion says it's because, because she, what was it what she was said? You'll have, have a... a did you have all your cold and flu symptoms? Yeah, was that like Robitussin or something? Yeah, Nyquil. So, but the minute she pulled that necklace out, wow! I mean, it just could not. And Gold looked appropriately upset. Did you notice how here he'd been captive by her, held captive? He'd been forced to do what what she forced him to do, and he looks like a man who had been a hostage confronting his captor. He seriously looked disturbed, upset. He couldn't get away. He was trapped. He was terrified. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that, that whole scene that was just marvelously acted. Mm-hmm. And when she she said, "You never avenged his death. You failed." Oops! And she, he dies. I mean, the the he flatlines, and she's you know knocking on his chest. It's hollow. What a beautiful echo. Yeah. Echo. Echo. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I stopped. I wrote in my. There was a commercial break. I wrote, "Oh my gosh." Okay, wait, wait. Gold just died. Will Zelina take over Gold? And is she the one who's really in Storybrooke with these Queens of Darkness, or is she going to take over Robin? And she's going to be the one to wreak havoc on her sister? And then I just wrote, "Wow, she is amazing." Yeah, if she took if she took over Gold, my uh, I'm not sure if my brain could take could take that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then we came back from the break, and oh, look, they got gold back. And oh, it just the way she delivers these lines, and she's playing with the intubation, too. Oh, I know. And And she basically says, I want my happy ending. And that's the funny. Did you, at some point, were you kind of thinking, is she going to? Is she not going to let him die? Is she, you know, that playing with him? Mm -hmm. Loved it. Like a cat with a mouse. Yeah. It was just. I would say, yeah, she she does that, uh, t- takes that to a level that Rumpelstiltskin never never did because he like he'd have he'd have his fun, but he she's just 
genuinely enjoys just ru- just yeah just yeah just just torturing She's people. Yes. Yeah. Whereas Rumble is not not as bad. It's like it's it's hard to say that he has a heart, but he does. He actually kind of doesn't torture people as much as Selena does. Definitely not in the same way. No. Because Rumpel's kind of like, he he would prefer to see people die as opposed to torturing them. Yes, I mean he doesn't have any problem with just, you know, snap your your mouse and I'm going to run over you with a cart. But. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of that necklace, uh, so there were six of them. I thought that Robin grabbed all six. Did he just grab all one? Just one? Like the six, you said How there was. How many did he grab? I thought he grabbed the whole ball of wax and he gave one to Marion. Right? Oh, no, dear. I thought he just held one up. Maybe he took two. I got to go back on my notes. Because I, I was under the assumption he took all six. Like he grabbed the whole thing. He takes one. That's what okay. I wrote in my notes. He takes one. Okay. So. Because I'd be like, what happened to all of those other... Because you, you asked what would happen. Who do you think has all of those necklaces? Do you think Selena still has like five or six of them? Or five of them and, you know, she's just missing that one? Or did some other people, you know, get her stash? I don't know. It could be up in the air. Yeah. I, I love that, that they brought back the, the whole idea of um, the wizard with the Wizard of Oak. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really smart. He didn't know about the alarm systems and all the other stuff, so that was kind of cute. Yeah, that was that was a lovely scene too. I I think I liked that scene a lot, and especially and not just because there was a hidden Mickey in there, but it was just like, ooh, here's a new scene. What <laughs> kind of surprises are we going to see in this little shop? And I was not disappointed. Yeah, I guess the last thing really I have is that um, I, I still don't really know why or and, and keep in mind. I know we're recording this late, but I have not spoiled. I, I have not gone ahead at all in watching episodes until you got back. So now I just want to like... <laughs> um, when Gold keeps telling Regina that she's vital to his plan to turn the Savior to darkness, I still don't understand why the Savior has to become dark in order for them to get the happy ending. It just Maybe, there's, maybe there is some kind of... Well, maybe, maybe, well, because we talked about, we kind of talked about it earlier, where you know the the, we kind of need the kind of need the you know, conflict or villains to make it a good story. You can't, and so every everyone can't have a happy ending. So someone's got to get the short straw. Yeah, that's just my thought. Just you know, someone's got to be the bad guy. Someone's got to, someone's got to get stuck with uh, with the bat with the bad ending. Well, I still like how Regina's standing firm you know so many times she would have just so easily flipped and been the bad character and made the wrong choice but she said you made me a monster and i won't let you do the same thing to emma i like the way that she, she says emma i mean it's to emma like you know because like it, it's not just you know swan or whatever. she stopped calling her swan a while back it's like you know, i won't let you do that to emma she's right I'm like wow kind of protective there it's nice to see them having such a positive relationship, a friendship, so to speak. You know, wanting what's best for Henry and being able to put their personal things aside to come together and work. And they, they just, didn't just make it happen. They brought it together over these last four seasons. And I think that's the real investment in the characters. Yeah. 
a very deep friendship. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's come a long way from from like oh, it just it seems like just yesterday she tried to poison her with an apple pie. Yeah, <laughs> that turnover. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, it makes me want to watch the first season all over again. I have it on DV, uh, DVD. Come on up here, let's let's, let's have a even, binge weekend. I had to, I will. I had Father Roderick sign it for me when I I saw him at the CNMC. Awesome. I took a great picture of him holding a red delicious apple. I have to fi- have Inga find that picture and post it again. Oh, hey, speaking, you know, this is a good time to kind of. Uh, talk about our our sponsor here you know that our our sqpn because um in a month from now in june they're going to be having if you want to meet father roderick and you're in the united states or you don't even have to be in the united states if you want to go to atlanta georgia they're having a conference so it's a, a catholic new media conference and um we've i've gone you know shelly and lisa have gone um inga's gone so David has not yet. You need to go at some point. There's half a ch- if I can find it. T- there's half a chance I might be able to. Oh, I can't go this year, but Lisa will be there. She, and my mother, she, uh, our mother went with us to our very first CNMC. Um, I don't remember what year we were in San Antonio, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where we first got started. But yeah, if you if anybody's interested in that, you can find more information about that for the first weekend in June at. Um, sqpn.com i have my own little i'm you know i'm planning to get you know barb in nebraska and and uh, david if he's still around if you're still around coming we'll have our own like nebraska cnmc (laughs) in in lincoln so yeah we're kind of there's three of us (laughs) (laughs) i've met barb in nebraska too but i haven't met the two of you in real life yet so no which is surprising but if you again um this would be a good time to... We're not going to have spoilers today, so you can just, you know, forget all about that, because I haven't watched ahead, and neither has Shelly. So, nope. we're going to leave the uh, Cruella stuff for n- our next episode, and we hope to catch up soon. Um, we are, you know, getting it... Winding down the school year for um, for Shelly's kids, and for my, my brother's kids, or one of them's graduating, so we're all kind of busy on this end. Um... If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us. Like I said before, we're once upon a time. Is that once upon a time at sqpn.com? Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a Facebook page. We also we have also checked our. Um, you can leave feedback on the website at sqpn under the once upon a time um, portion of it. Um, and you know we've had a few people leave. You know. A couple of things like I guess without Father Roderick here, so one of us needs to start making more Star Wars references. I thought we were doing pretty good at that, but we haven't. We didn't have a Star Wars didn't reference this, one in this episode. This episode, and I'll work no. on that for the next one. No. <laughs> Usually, I'm the one making this. <laughs> eh, well. I'll, I'll start. I'll start working on that one. I can. Okay, David, you're tasked with that. You, you come <laughs> up with at least one Star Wars episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work on that. Okay. And so if you want to get a hold of us individually, you can get a hold of um, of me, um, Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at sqpn.com. Um, how can they get a hold of you, David? I uh, can get a hold of me. Just follow me on tw- on uh, Twitter at David Handlos. And Facebook is you know, still just David Handlos, H-A-N-D-L-O-S. And anyone who follows me on Facebook might regret it. Uh, we'll see what kind of memes I come up with this with this week 
And then, Shelly, how can we find you and Lisa? Well, Lisa and I blog together at Sound, Mind, and Spirit of Sound, Mind, and Spirit, which is just www.soundmindandspirit.com. Lisa keeps up the Pinterest page and the Facebook page, and uh, I'm also on Instagram at Shelly.SMAS for Sound, Mind, and Spirit. Oh, yeah. I do have Instagram, too, if you're into that. It's uh, DizLP38, D-I-S-L-P-38. Um, and you'll see my, my recent Florida vacation photos on there. So if you're interested in that, there's a few Disney pictures there. Uh, until then, I guess we'll, we'll see you next time on our secrets of once upon a time and ta-ta dearies. <laughs> <laughs>